This is Magic and How to Fix It. Episode 1. The Statue of Guinevere. Read by Molly O'Donnell. A symphony of cleaning supplies flew across the plaza. Zahira waved her wand in time, carefully conducting their movements. Rags twirled around the statues, gently distributing a questionable cleaning formula created by the students at the nearby School of the Arcane. The brushes and brooms were the percussion, scrubbing in perfect unison. Buckets dipped themselves in the fountain water below, bubbles popped in harmony as the splash of the water rinsed them away. Every year, the cleaning started at first light. Just as the orange haze of the morning met the deep purple night, Waking with the sun on the first morning of the dry season, alone, she scrubbed each statue until it sparkled. At sunset, the orange glow illuminates the beauty and history of this portside town, creating a dazzling shimmer along the smooth stone and a dark contrast on the deep cracks. The fountain displayed sculptures of all the great legends of Asteria. Guinevere the Golden was the most exquisite statue in the collection. Not only was it said to be an astonishing likeness, but the statue also showed no sign of wear. Whilst other statues have weathered and cracked over time, the statue stood exactly as it was hundreds of years ago. A smooth, speckled grey with arms outstretched above her head as if she were blocking the sun from her eyes. The brushes went to work, scrubbing delicately between her outstretched fingers, the spray bottle getting to work just a little ahead. Something wasn't quite right. Guinevere wasn't sparkling as she usually would. The texture of the arms seemed to be duller than before. Zahira waved her wand, ordering a little extra elbow grease. It didn't seem to be helping. The statue went from a light speckled grey to a dark, dull grey. Tiny fractures appeared all over her limestone skin. The panic set in. How would she explain this to the Ritherhive Historical Preservation Society? A deep crack formed from the top of her skull down to her feet. Her head was the first to transform. Limestone crumbled away from her cheeks, freeing her facial muscles. Zahira watched in horror as the bucket rose from the ground, hovered up just over the reanimated statue. Guinevere's eyes followed it, unable to react, then slammed shut as she received an icy cold awakening. The scream that followed was deafening. Her face flushed red all over, bringing new life to her face. Zahira's hands shook as she lowered her wand. Guinevere's neck was stiff as she surveyed the area. She locked eyes with the orc below. Well, don't just stand there, help me down, Guinevere commanded. Her voice resounded around the plaza. Zahira hesitated for a moment. She peered at the massive fountain, scanning for a short, dry route. There was none. She bent down, rolled up her trousers and climbed in. The water was cold and sudsy. The bottom of the fountain was filled with a small offering of varying value from the visitors of the port. An offering of silver said to bring luck, a 
and an offering of dragon scale is said to bring wisdom. Zahira always thought that these were just rumours spread by bandits to get people to part with their valuables. She treaded across carefully. Zahira had never seen the statues up close. They were all heroes of stories passed down through generations. For the first time, she saw them for what they were. Not symbols or ideas, but people. People who lived extraordinary lives. And she thought about her own life. Most days she woke up before dawn and went to work picking up after the townspeople, clearing away the evidence of their vibrant lives only for more to pile up the very next day. She didn't mind cleaning the statues after the rainy season. It was a chance to brush the dust off her wand and get some use of her magic. Sahira stood in awe of the grand statues that towered over her. She was almost afraid to touch her. Her hands were cold and flaky. When she moved, she was weak and frail. Grey flakes blew off her into the wind, like petals floating down from a tree. Where am I? she asked as she stepped down into the cold water of the fountain. She towered over Zahira. Her presence was domineering even in this weakened state. We're the hive, Zahira answered. Bubbles formed around their knees as they clambered across the fountain together. I don't know this place. How did I get here? Where is the warlock? she asked. Zahira thought for a moment. Was this really Guinevere from the stories? Was she really helping a demigoddess wade across a fountain? He was here just a moment ago. Where is he? She continued. Her voice was coarse from disuse and her frustration grew with each word. You've been here for over a century. Whoever you're looking for is probably long gone. Zira replied tentatively. You're telling me that little weasel died thinking he'd bested me? It was hard to tell if she was trembling from the cold or the anger rising inside her. Sahira raised her wand and with a swift swish, she pulled the water from their clothes. The born of water hovered there for just a moment before she sent it back into the fountain with a splash. Thank you, Guinevere said softly. It's nothing. Just remedial magic, Sahira replied. No. No, wait. He lives she said, gazing off into the distance. I can feel him. He's using my power. She lifted her fingers to her mouth and whistled. From nothing but a puff of golden smoke, a winged horse appeared before them. She mounted her steed and petted him fondly. Get on. Where are you going? I will travel the plains myself and rip him back from the soul domain if I must. His soul shall not rest until he answers to me. Come. We must go now. I'm I'm just a cleaner. A cleaner to whom I owe my life. A debt even I may not be able to repay. Zahira let out a sigh. I, I can't just leave. What about... Zahira trailed off. She couldn't think of any reason for her to stay. Besides, she continues, I, I didn't intend... My patience wanes. Guinevere said abruptly. You show promise as a wizard. 
but a life such as this will not warrant a likeness such as those you clean. Stay here and live your insignificant life, or travel the plains with Peggy and me. The choice is your own. Zahira hesitated. Do you really think I could be a great wizard? Guinevere reached out her hand to lift her up. Shall we find out? Thank you for listening to this episode of Magic and How to Fix It. Like all episodes, this episode was written by yours truly, Tamara Green, and read by the amazingly talented Molly O'Donnell. Episodes are posted fortnightly, so I'll see you again in two weeks. Thank you for listening.